Jeebus, that is some holiday spirit. It sure is. It's Christmas Eve in Rainsboro, my friends, and your zoo crew is up all night and all Christmas Day spinning holiday cheer. Broadcasting live from Hero Square in beautiful downtown Rainsboro, KBRO, KBRO, is your Christmas station. I'm Kozlo. <laughs> and I'm the geek. And he's DJ Kitty. Burr, it's cold out there. You got that right. Eight inches of snow today, but that hasn't stopped this city. Just outside the studio, there are dozens and dozens skating beneath the biggest and brightest Christmas tree in town. Christmas time is here. Santa's on his way. Keep it tuned to KBRO. KBRO, the soundtrack to your holiday. Partisan, the Knight of Rainsboro, the city's greatest hero, is dead. But evildoers continue eternal. Citizens fear they now live in a world without heroes. But heroes emerge from the shadow of a champion's fall to take up their rightful place as the Knights of Rainsboro. Paul is Hair Trigger. Tim is the Coyote. Wayne is the Rambling Ricochet. Andrew is the Necropath. I play Betty Bogdanovich, Hair Trigger. Hey, this is Wayne, and I play Ricochet. Um, this is Tim, and I play Eclipse. I'm Andrew, and I play Dr. Nickelback. All right, well, it is Christmas Eve, and it is snowing out in Rainsboro. It has been snowing all day, uh, about eight inches so far. It is, it, is a, it is a great big snowy, snowy evening. Going to be a beautiful white Christmas there in Rainsboro. And it is, it is you know, after 10 o'clock at night, the stores have already closed. You've got, uh, you know, ice skaters down at Rainsboro Scare skating under the largest Christmas tree in town. Uh, you know, the city is all decked out in its holiday cheer uh, but maybe, maybe the one place where the holiday cheer isn't quite so spectacular is the warehouse, otherwise known as the Knights Headquarters and the home of one Hair Trigger, a.k.a. Betty Bogdanovich. Uh, Paul? Um, yes, sir. Tell us, uh, you know, tell us what's going on. What's going on there at the headquarters with Hair Trigger? Well, uh, despite your concern that it is not festive, it is actually quite festive in the warehouse. Oh, so we, we don't have Ebenezer Betty. One of Betty's favorite holidays is Christmas. Um, you know, she was not planning on doing anything, but, uh, you know, at Necropath's insistence, she has, um, you know, put together th- this little holiday gathering. Um, unbeknownst to him, he has opened the Pandora's box within her. Um, and and the, the the hidden party planner um, secret power she had, and so the 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 warehouse is all decked out with garland and cheesy decorations and a fireplace um, showing on the television type thing. Um, you know, Christmas music abounds throughout the warehouse. And 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 I'm sorry. Uh, why wasn't she planning on doing anything for Christmas? 
Well, you know, she's kind of still a fugitive. And so she was, uh, you know, she was originally planning on spending the holiday alone. You know, it was it, it's unsafe for her family to go home. Um, and, you know, some 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 horrible things have happened uh, to her. You know, over the last uh, couple of months, uh, you know, the, 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 the death of her friend, uh, the coyote. Um, and so you know, there, there's really she wasn't feeling like there was much to celebrate. Uh, but now knowing that her 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 current family, the, the, the knights would be spending the holiday with her. She she has uh, gone all out. I see. I see. So so you've got tell me, what do your decorations look like? Uh, you know, so there's uh, there's things hanging from the ceiling. There's garland around some of the technical equipment and computers, you know, red bows. There is a Christmas tree up. Um, uh, let's see. She has, uh, like I said, she's got a, a roaring fireplace showing on the television. Um, not, not, not a real one. So you got the Yule uh, log uh, on Netflix going. Basically, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, with the, with the music, um, you know, the, the 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 classic music only. Not, you know, she doesn't like any of that Justin Bieber, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Eat World type uh, Christmas music. She wants the classics only. So it's more of a Burl Ives and Andy Williams kind of Christmas. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And tell me what uh, Hair Trigger might be wearing tonight. Uh, so Hair Trigger is wearing Hair Trigger is wearing an ugly Christmas sweater and some black tights and uh, like a you know fuzzy boots. And how does one? How do the knights access the headquarters, Betty? Uh, do they just walk in, or do they have to be let in? How does that work? Um. So in our pre in the annual in which the Ware's house was introduced, uh, it was at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Um, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, it was in nondescript building along the pier, um, that required some type of security code to get into the building and an elevator down to where the warehouse actually is. Uh, so that, that is, uh, likely how they, uh, they enter. So they come down the elevator and the elevator just opens. So you would get some sort of warning that the elevator is coming down. Yeah, probably as soon as they enter the building at the security the security building up above. Okay, well, you know, you you uh, you know, are aware that the necropath is in the building. Uh, you hear the elevator coming down. The elevator opens. Andrew, tell us about the necropath. Doctor Necropath is uh, stands about six foot tall. He's he's always been white, but now he's a bit more pale than anything. He's also lost a a bit of weight, so he's almost becoming more gaunt than he was when the knights first formed. However, uh, as he enters, he has a smile on his face. He's wearing a uh, impeccable three-piece suit with a very kind of festive red uh, and green striped bow tie around his neck. As he sees uh, in his arms, he's carrying a variety of packages in different shapes and sizes that are immaculately wrapped with with beautiful bows and curls upon them. Uh, when he sees um, when he sees his friend Betty, he smiles and says, "Betty, Merry Christmas." Merry Christmas, Doc. How's it going? I'm doing quite well. As I walk in, he looks around and sees all of the uh, you know decorations. I'm like this, this place looks fantastic. Well, you know, it's Christmas. It's a thing. I'll walk over and give you like a peck on the cheek and, and hand gifts to you to put under the tree. I uh, I say go go get some food. Get some food. I bake. I, I baked. I'm sure it's fucking amazing. 
Well, you know, I have to admit, uh, besides these gifts, I was afraid that you weren't going to be quite in the Christmas spirit. So I may, I, I did bring another thing, but I couldn't carry it in. It's actually outside on top of my car. Is that you asking me to go get it? Sort of, yes. I'm not sure how well, <laughs> not sure how well it would fit uh, down the, uh, uh, you know, service elevator. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Okay. And I, I teleport to go get it. Okay, and what okay. does she see when she arrives? So uh, there's a, um, uh, you know, a, a car sitting there. You know, nothing, you know, kind of mid-range Lexus. And on top of it is tied a gigantic, like, I don't know, 10 to 12 foot tall noble fir Christmas tree. Very nice. Very nice. So I just uh, shake my head and I poured it back to the lair. Okay. And so you you know you reappear with this gigormous Christmas tree, and uh, what are you going to do with it, Paul? I'm going to put it right next to the other tree. As you are arranging the second tree, the elevator door opens, and out comes Ricochet. I come out in full costume. I've got a big <laughs> black trash bag like hung over my shoulder. I've got a Santa hat on like on top of my Ricochet costume. Merry Christmas, everyone. And kind of looking around to see who's here. Hey, Rick. Merry Christmas, man. These Try these cookies. They are phenomenal. Told you. Ooh, free food. I, I grab a cookie. Take a, wow. That is that is good. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at this stuff. All right, let me just put these gifts under the Christmas tree. And uh, I go over with my big trash bag and open it and uh, pull out a series of uh, gifts. They all look... A, about the same size they are uh kind of rectangular thin all wrapped with the same wrapping paper and bows on them and i start setting them under the tree and uh you know i kind of look back at the at the guys like you know it has been a rough year but i just came from the shelter and that always recharges me is that where you got those gifts no <laughs> just just checking the elevator opens again, and uh, Eclipse joins us. Tim, tell us about Eclipse. So uh, Eclipse is wearing a midnight, um, like kind of a dark blue dress. She's carrying a wooden crate that has uh, a bunch of writing on it. And as it, it, you get, as she gets a little closer, it looks like like stamps you'd get from customs. Um, and as she's carrying the crate, you can hear like glassware kind of tingling as it kind of smacks against one another a little bit and she's like oh I, I guess I'm late <laughs> sorry about that not at all we're just getting started yeah I'll just put these over here she puts them on like wherever the food is don't worry about it. we always tell the new person to show up 15 minutes after we plan to meet anyway oh in, in case you're going to tell them the bad news so uh, Riptide's not going to join us uh, you know, he, he's getting a swerve on tonight so tell you that, that guy needs to get his priorities straight what exactly is a swerve, and why does he want it to be on? <laughs> I, I, I just shake my head. You know, grab a drink and, uh, you know, let's have a seat. What are, we should, uh, and maybe, there's a little, not that there's an oven here, <laughs> but let's just say I, I have found a way to cook in, in this layer um, using <laughs> a complicated process of lasers and things. <laughs> <laughs> gold-based technology oven. <laughs> yeah, a, a gold-based technology makeshift oven um, is is making our dinner. So I, I just tell everyone, grab a drink, get some get some 
sweets. Uh, dinner will be ready soon. So I have, I have a clarifying question. Is there eggnog here? There is, in fact, eggnog. And then how jolly is this eggnog? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, I, I, well, I, I'm drinking it, and so I'm just wondering from the person who made it, which would be you, how jolly is the eggnog? It's jolly enough that I can't legally drink it. Excellent. Excellent. I am going to grab two of those and take one to Eclipse. <laughs> okay. I say, as she said that, I already had a pile of cookies in my hand and one hanging out of my mouth. I, I appreciate the sentiment, but I actually brought some good stuff. And I, I, I open up the crate. Like, it, it's nailed down, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. 12 Super plus strong. 6. She just yeah. rip. And, and uh, uh, she hands out bottles to everybody. Ooh. So, um, I, I uh, mine. yeah, I have a, I have a contact in Ireland. It's the, they're not really known for vineyards in Ireland, surprisingly, but, uh, uh, David Llewellyn's his name. And so I hand out a couple, uh, there's, there's some honey mead. It's called Bonarati honey mead. It's from Barati castle in Clare. Wow. And, um, this is, this is actually from David's vineyard. This is, this is Blackwater Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm gonna get some honey mead, and uh, uh, I'm like, well, thank you. That's that is fan. I just I just can't, and then I hug her. Oh, no. okay. Kind of <laughs> touches back a little bit. I'm like, there you go. Um, it's, when you're a bartender, uh, typically your gifts are usually alcohol, <laughs> and th- that is that is just fine. And then and then I pause, and I look at uh, I look at the Christmas tree that. Uh, the necropath has brought us and i'm like holy shit ricochet i think the christmas tree's alive <laughs> i heard <laughs> and i'm in a uh, i'm immediately in a combat pose <laughs> and i start it's, laughing yeah i crack up uh, look it's gonna hit you with the christmas spirit <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny you remember <laughs> last year it's 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 so funny <laughs> it's it's a little funny lad it's objectively funny rick we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. And uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I really can't correct. say that part yet. I'm still too new. <laughs> so, Rick, how are all the kids at the shelter? You know, it always amazes me how little they have, but to see the hope and joy in their eyes, you know, as they gather around the tree. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a hell of a thing. And you said it it recharges me. I mean, after. After everything, it's been uh, I've been down, but so this isn't just part of court-appointed community service, then. No, this is my yearly tradition. Okay, all right. Uh, and I, I walk up behind him, um, and I, you know, I pat him on the shoulder, and I'm like, you know what might cheer you up? We should open some gifts while we wait for the food to finish. I like that. And I rush over to the tree, <laughs> and I pull my pile of uh, things that I brought. And I start handing them out. Okay. So, Rick, should we all open at the same time? Or is this uh, more of a sequential uh, t- type gift opening? You can open all at the same time. Okay. I, I needed Lester's help for this one. I will I will open mine. So, when you open them, each one is a framed photo of a family. But you may or may not recognize the people in it. And then... Uh, so as he's looking around at to see what you guys are doing, he he reaches down in his costume and pulls out a necklace that he's wearing under it, and he opens it, and there's a a picture in that, and he's he kind of points to it, he's like, this is the 
first person I ever saved. This is what reminds me of why I do this. I had Lester find, from news footage, people that each of you have saved, and I reached out to them. The family in each of those photos is somebody that you have saved, that they are together on Christmas this year because of what each of you did. Uh, I just I just thought you forgot to take the stock photo out. <laughs> it's like I this is why we do what we do. I'm I'm going to drink drink more. <laughs> I'm gonna <finish>. drink <laughs> oh, the rest oh, of yeah. my cup. No, Shannon's already three drinks in. She's not a real and big fan of Christmas anyway. <laughs> there is one more because and this You just just out of the corner of your eye, nothing overt or anything, but you just have this subtle sense. And I'm sure it's nothing, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's something you could immediately discard, dispel, discount. Uh, but it, you feel like the, the 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 Christmas tree, the one Andrew brought, the one that the necropath brought, is looking at you just for a moment. It was just one of those things out of the corner of your eye. You kind of jerk over, and everything's fine. But you know, just it's, certainly, it's just you know, you're remembering last year fighting the big Christmas tree at the mall. But uh, you know, just was the Christmas tree looking at you? You don't. That no, can't be right. So I step away from the Christmas tree with this last one. Uh huh. And over, I find like a shelf or something on the wall, and I unwrap this one, and it's a picture of uh, Jeremiah Redfeather. As I, and this one is for the team to honor our fallen, and I put it up on the shelf. Uh, I'm 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 quite speechless. And then I go and get a drink. I, I lean over to to Necropath. As, as if as if I ever die, don't don't hang me on the wall like like a trophy kill. <laughs> I was I was thinking more along the lines of Elf on the Shelf, but okay. <laughs> We're gonna move the picture every couple of days. <laughs> I, I don't say that in character. <laughs> I said that in character, but I said it quietly. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wipe at my eyes and be like, "Damn dust! Why doesn't Betty dust in here?" Kind of walk off to the punch bowl. I'll open the one from Betty first. So, well, everyone can open the one that I gave them. Um, They are new costumes with enhancements. Very well. Okay, I will hand out my gifts to everybody. Uh, So I'll kind of look at Betty and be like, well, I see we both went the sartorial route as I hand mine out. So after I open mine, I, I run over and I hug Betty. Like, it doesn't even have any advertisements on it. Yeah. And it doesn't have that stink that your last one did. Yet. Yeah. That, Yet. Was, that was very thoughtful. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Betty. So, uh, Eclipse, um, it is a uh, green, kind of an emerald green uh, cashmere sweater from Christopher Fisher. Very, very yeah. chic. Very. I was like, you probably don't want to touch it right now, uh, but it's very soft. No, you should probably leave it here. Right, yes. So, and then Ricochet, uh, in yours, there is this kind of brown, kind of with kind of flecks of navy, thick wool uh, sweater uh, from uh, Norlander. And then uh, Betty, in yours, there is kind of an old, kind of beat up, kind of definitely been well worn leather jacket with like some fringe on it. She feels a tightening in her chest when she realizes uh, that it's it's Coyote's jacket. Um, and she kind of just like holds back the tears. Um, you know, she doesn't want anyone to see what it is, uh, with that, or that she knows what it is or, you know, kind of acknowledge that. Um, and she just looks, uh, at, uh, Necropath and says, thank you. I love it. 
I, that's very nice. I I already brought the presents, the the alcohol. Nothing says the holidays like drinking until it's actually festive. I um, I just uh, go check on the food. The the room has grown quiet with yeah. uh, the necropath drowning his emotions. <laughs> I am drinking but watching the tree. Okay, you're you know you look over and just again it was one of those corner of your eye kind of things and you feel like maybe both Christmas trees are looking at you. As you look over, I mean, they're Christmas trees, but you're just like, you just, your paranoia is clearly out of control. Yeah, I am fixated on them. Betty's got Christmas music playing and, you know, you can hear Coslo and the geek. They're doing a, a 24 hour uh, Christmas, uh, uh, you know, all night Christmas, all day Christmas, all, all night Christmas Eve, all day Christmas Day, uh, Christmas songs there on KBRO. And, you know, that they they are, you know, spinning more music. And so, you know, the, the sound is cheery, but it's still just a little still there in uh, in the room. Um, I'm gonna go and ask Betty how much longer she thinks it'll be before uh, dinner's ready. Is is Betty perhaps wearing an apron? Oh God! <laughs> yes, <laughs> a seasonally appropriate apron. apron. So she is wearing a seasonally appropriate apron over her ugly Christmas sweater, Correct. and leggings and boots. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll stick my head in and and kind of like take a double look. Like, is that a is that a 20 gigahertz laser? It, it it is in fact a 20 gigahertz laser. So the food should be ready any second now, <laughs> as you might imagine. Je- Jesus Christ, Betty. <laughs> well, how I, I'm just coming to check in, on dinner and see how how you're doing. I'm I'm doing great, uh, you know, I, you know, but I'm doing just fine. Now you're saying that because you expect me that that's what I want you to say. Like when most people ask you how are you doing, they really don't care and they just want you to say it's fine. Or do you really mean that you're doing okay? I'm doing fine. <laughs> I'm I'm doing just fine. And the food is ready. So why don't you go get everybody? Um, I don't have a table, so um, I'll I'll make plates for everyone. And I'll bring why, them in. Why don't you just grab the table for my place? God damn it! I'm just saying you've been there before. It's big enough for us all to sit around. Yeah, you make a point. There right, are chairs. Clear, <laughs> clear out some space near the Christmas trees. All right, turn the laser off before you pop off. I don't want to, like, set the neighboring building on fire. <laughs> I turn it off. I'll be back. I think it's great when Betty's cooking, she has to wear protective goggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so back in the other room, uh, Ricochet and Eclipse are left alone. What's what, what's going on there? So how how are you liking the team so far? Well, to be honest, I never thought I'd be part of a superhero team, so it's a um, it's interesting, I'll say. Do you have any Christmas traditions? Not anymore. I take a big drink. <laughs> Not my favorite holiday. Mm. I just came because I figured that the the lass who lives down here, she you know, she basically lives in Walter White's basement, and I figured I'd you know provide some. Just being here would help. Christmas is a time for family. And for, I don't know about you, but for some of us, this is all the family we've got. Ricochet, you you hear one of the jingle bell ornaments on the decorated Christmas tree jingle. Did you hear that? You know, you're looking over there. The tree's not moving or anything. You know, maybe, you know, the heater just came on. Maybe it was the the heat, the air movement that caused the uh, jingle bell to lightly jingle. 
Maybe it's like that movie. There's a squirrel in there or something. Okay. Hey, so food is almost ready. Smells great. Not at all irradiated. Um, well, Betty's going to pop back with the table in a second. So could uh, Rick, could you grab that and move it off to that side and, and the clips if you could grab that and move it over there so we have a space so that when she comes in, she doesn't rematerialize inside uh, one of those things. Betty reappears. Why, why are you sweating? Thanks uh, for warning me about the dog, Dick. <laughs> You've met the dog before? Did you forget about the dog? Uh, you know, I just don't think about him that often. It's almost like he only pops up at appropriate times in the story. Um, <laughs> Tim, I lean over to your characters like, you know, I'm socially awkward sometimes, but isn't it rude to ask a woman why she's sweaty? <laughs> So so did 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 she take a bite out of you or did she calm down once she got a sniff of you? She she calmed down. Wait, did I, you run? I hope you didn't run. I, I ran. Oh, that's never good. It, it, I, I don't know your apartment well enough to just go teleporting around it. So uh, I, I ran. I locked myself in the closet for a second. Stuck my fingers from the bottom of the closet till she could smell them, <laughs> and stopped barking at me. Oh, I bet she was very loving. She probably, I bet she feels bad. I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> did you rub her belly? She loves it when you rub her belly. I did not take a moment to rub her belly. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just figured she would, uh, uh, would recognize you. It didn't even occur to me that she would think you were a, a burglar. Mm, hmm. Yes. Clearly, clearly, it didn't occur to you. <laughs> hey, when you were in the, you're in the closet. You didn't look in the boxes in there, did you? I, I did. Is it a fetus? No, no just, I did uh, not. <laughs> okay, good, good. That's that's good. Okay, well, let's. So, thank you for grabbing the uh, table and chairs there, Ricochet. Tell me where you'll be sitting in respect to the trees. You gonna have the trees to your back? Oh no, no, no! I am facing the trees, but I'm as far away from them as I can get. Now, tell me, describe your demeanor. Uh, I mean, would would somebody be able to look at you and go, "Oh my gosh, she's a little freaked out by the trees," or uh, or what? What what would happen there? Oh yeah, I, I'm noticeably on edge. I keep glancing back at the trees. Uh, Rick, Rick, I, w- I was just kidding about the trees. Uh, I I heard a jingle. You you heard you heard a jingle? Yes. <laughs> like on the roof? No, on the tree. Huh. Like like where that jingle bell ornament is? Yes, yes, and maybe it was just the heat coming on. Uh, I'll Maybe. get up and I'm going to walk over to the decorated tree and uh, I'm going to to stick my arm in it, kind of, you know, feel around, you know, see if anything suddenly attacks me. OK, you reach into the tree. Everything seems tree like, uh, you know, you're 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 disrupting some of the ornaments. Well, I'm going to be as gentle as I can. I'm and, not I'm not trying to be disruptive and causing some jingling and clanging of of, uh, you know, the the, the glass ornaments, etc. All right. Uh, I'll look back at Rick and be like, I think I think it's just a tree, Rick. And you hear both trees in unison shout, Revenge! And all of a sudden, Necropath is sucked up into both of the large trees. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. And the decorated tree, which is the one that, it, you know, swallowed up Necropath, uh, is charging Ricochet. And just swinging, just, you know, screaming bloody hell. Just angry as it could possibly be. It is filling the the headquarters with festive rage. Okay, uh, I got an eight that explodes. 
three, that's an 11. You said six? Yep. Okay. All right. Damn. Explodes. You take 14 to your toughness and are just... I want to, because I'm assuming, you know, I'm being hit by this physically, that would be kinetic damage. So you're startled by this, not startled by this such that you're shaken, but you, you what, what you find interesting, startling, is that, you know, when you fought the Christmas tree last year in the mall, it had sprouted arms and legs, right? Right. These have not. These are still fully, you know, uh, trees, right? Uh, but they are moving and they are they are raging and striking, uh, but they don't seem to have the same affects that the other Christmas tree had. Okay, so back to it. So uh, you it, it strikes you, pow! Right. So the, you noticed all that right before it hit you, and it strikes you just you know by swinging its body and and uh, hitting into you. You you took a, a you were shaken with a wound. Tell me what you're doing. All right, so for my absorption, I got a six. Yep, that means the wound then becomes a one-step uh, strength increase. So you go smashing. It, it hits you. You know, you were at the far end of the table, and so it crossed that distance and pow! Sends you sp- flying across the warehouse and into crates uh, some 50 feet away. And just you, you know, pow, pow. I mean, it's all pretty significant superhero kinds of damage. Okay, so that was Big Christmas Tree. Next up is Hair Trigger with a Jack. Keep them busy. I'll be back in a second. So I, uh, I, I run to the kitchenette. Okay, can I see Necropath inside the tree? Like anything of him? No, he's completely engulfed. Okay. You, you hear, I got him! I got him! Coming from somewhere inside the tree. I am going to leap at the, the, the tree that... Well, first I'll spend my Benny Dunn shake. And then I'm going to leap at the tree that swallowed him. And I am just going to use brute strength to try to pull the tree apart to get Necropath out. You go leaping at the tree, and there you are, you know, midway up the tree. And it's, it's a great big tree that Betty had. And so you're in there, and you're reaching in and pulling, and you feel the Necropath. Tell me what you do. I grab onto him and just try to, try to pull him out and... Uh, Right now, I'm, I'm a little, I'm even more jacked than you know than normal because I've just absorbed that. So, I said, just no skill, no finesse, just brute strength, pull him out, and I am yelling, let him go. I am breaking branches as I kind of do, moving lights out of the way, and just uh, I yank and toss him over, landing like on top of the table. As I do. I'm looking at the tree as I yell out, "You're on the naughty list." Next up is is the undecorated tree, and uh, it goes charging after Eclipse. Ooh, that explodes! Ooh, that explodes! Okay, so fourteen on a uh, uh, to hit Eclipse. Hit with a raise. Okay. So, those. So you take seven, eight points of damage. Okay. Um, that would normally shake me because okay. I haven't activated my toughness. Right. So I will spend a Benny to not be shaken. Okay. So the undecorated tree, the no- the noblest of furs, charges you screaming, Rah, revenge, and just pow, 
whacks you, and you go flying up away from the table against the wall, sliding down uh, where the elevators are, you know, getting clocked by a tree, and it's your go. <laughs> I look at the I look at the wine glass. It's broken. It's like I don't even like this goddamn holiday, and I fly at it, trying to punch it. Oh, and I activate my toughness. Okay, so I fly at it. I I, I punch it as it as it flies up. I I give it I give it another punch, and I put it through the TV with the roaring fire going. Uh, there's there's no ornaments, but I'm covered in pine needles. Yes, you and are. Sap. Yes, you and are. I'm unhappy. You're a little sticky this. now. But yep. but you smell piney fresh. <laughs> I guess there's that. Hair trigger. You are back from the kitchen, holding the 20 gigawatt laser. <laughs> <laughs> the cooking laser. The cooking laser. Okay. So what are you doing with it? You you see that the 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 undecorated tree from Necropath is out. I mean, it is so much kindling and firewood. But the the larger, fully decorated, majestic hol- holiday cheery tree that you decorated is still there and still kicking ass. <laughs> still kicking ass. So uh, I'm going to aim the laser at it. You stop ruining my Christmas, bastard. And before we go too far, tell me about your laser. Pretty large. It looks kind of like the BFG from Doom. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so it's it's that level of of just giganto okay. laser. And it would do it it would do some significant damage. Oh yeah. I mean, or or cook a ham. <laughs> It's multifunctional. Okay, go. Now, you are limited by the fact that it's plugged into the wall. It's not cordless. Correct. So, so you <laughs> so <laughs> you you are hanging far back out of the room. And so the laser s- just sears through the air. You know, everybody in the room. And what color laser is this, Paul? Let's go with is, purple. 